to another episode of the Awake Not Woke podcast. I'm your host, Ben the Conservatarian. Sorry I haven't done a podcast for a couple of days. I got I started getting sick uh Wednesday night. And I went into Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and uh I'm feeling a lot better now. All uh all I had to do was take some uh horse dewormer, some ivermectin, and then uh and then I'd been taking some cough medicine at night, and it helped significantly. I still have uh, still have a little bit of sinus pressure and stuff, and a little bit of a cough, but uh, it did wonders, that's for sure. Anything that uh, Big Pharma will say with ivermectin is 100% false. I think that it works really good, and I know people that do uh, regimens where they just take one dose once a month and uh, helps them from getting sick very often i uh i was doing that for a little while and i'd been slacking a little bit so who knows anyways uh i'm glad to be feeling a whole lot better that's for sure so i uh, wanted to start out by talking about canada and the fact that up in canada right now they've been trying to get rid of all the unvaccinated doctors and nurses up there does that really surprise you that much when uh, Justin Trudeau is in the pocket of the WEF and these uh, deep state globalists that want to take over the world and want you to eat the bugs and, you know, like it and not own anything and uh, and basically just be hackable animals, you know, all this stuff. Um, so I wonder it's going to end up happening up there, but uh, he'll push his tyrannical rule for quite a while and uh, we'll see what ends up happening. And then, um, also, up there in Canada, right now, um, they are trying to get rid of health supplements and vitamins in their country. Makes you wonder why they're doing that. Is it because they want a healthy population or an unhealthy population? Try to force that damn death jab on everybody. Shut down your uh, country. Shut down all the uh, truckers. You know, they're up to no good up there with... uh, Castro Jr. So I don't know. It'll be very, very interesting as to uh, what ends up happening. Seems like Canada's on fire and it's not the uh, man made forest fires that they created earlier this year. <laughs> oh man, it's, it's nuts. I hope you people up in Canada are waking up to this garbage. I hope you don't want to be the uh, test tube baby anymore of the uh, World Economic Forum and uh you know being their lab rat their guinea pig you know where they try these lockdowns they try those lockdowns make you wear a mask make you get jabbed you know all this sort of stuff make it so that you can't just go from here to there but something very very interesting that is uh something really good up in canada that i just saw is the uh premier in alberta up in alberta canada her name is danielle smith and she is apologizing to the unvaccinated and said that we were wrong. What does she know now that she didn't know before? So it's good. Danielle Smith has been uh, taking unprecedented steps to admitting that the government was wrong about vaccines while issuing an apology to the unvaccinated. Because if you think about it, the mandates force Canadians to wear masks, vaccinated, or have the risk of losing your job over getting vaccinated with the death jab. Are you kidding me? I don't blame these people. It's absolutely crazy. 
And then if you think about it too, like if you didn't get vaccinated, you couldn't fly anywhere. You basically couldn't even leave your own state, their providence up there, okay? You couldn't even leave. Plus, they tried to they tried to fire everybody that didn't get vaccinated. You'd lose your job, all this sort of stuff. You know, they pushed all this tyrannical rule, all this WE stuff, what the WHO was pushing. You know, they went absolutely crazy with COVID. But you know what? I think it's awesome that she's actually standing up and apologizing for it. But you know what? Apologies are great, but actions speak louder than words. So we'll see. We'll see what she ends up doing. Let's see if, you know, she tries to make uh, laws up in Canada against this. I don't know exactly how their government works. It's pretty weird. I mean, I've tried to understand it, but I don't know. It's way different than America's government. So I need to do uh, some more research on that so I can understand it a little bit better. But I do think that it's awesome to have a politician stand up there and apologize to the tyrannical rule, overstepping of people's personal rights, and HIPAA laws, and everything else, Nuremberg, all this sort of stuff. They went way above and beyond for a virus that's 99.99x survival rate. They just had to push that fear porn constantly, shove it down everybody's throats, and expect everybody to love it and like it and want more of it. So we'll see what ends up happening between wanting to get rid of uh, the supplements, wanting to get rid of vitamins up there in Canada, wanting to uh, fire all the doctors and nurses. They're already short-staffed as it is. You, I guess you want to make it more short-staffed? I don't know. I mean, all the stuff that he's pushing to uh, lower the age of consent, to allow kids to suicide themselves medically, being minors. We know that Justin Trudeau's a pervert. We know that he's pushing for the age of consent to be lowered. Why? So you can molest these kids and get away with it, dude? We know what you're up to. You're trying to normalize pedophilia. Let's let's get rid of all the uh, health supplements. Let's get rid of vitamins. Let's allow minors to medically kill themselves. Yeah, let's just keep pushing for all this sort of stuff. Let's legalize all the drugs that you got up there so that you can have all these people running around, being homeless, and uh, being preoccupied while you take over the country. Yeah, let's have more of that. I don't know. I hope Canada's waking up to it. At least I'm glad what the Premier Danielle Smith said. I mean, that's a good thing, but... uh there needs to be a lot more waking up in Canada, I can tell you that, worldwide. It's absolutely crazy. Honestly, who trusts big pharma, big medical, science, all this sort of stuff? All of it has been hijacked and compromised, in my opinion. You cannot trust this stuff anymore. Think about all the people that pushed the death jab. Look at all the doctors that were in lockstep. Let's give people remdesivir and put them on a ventilator. They're literally just doing what they're told. I mean, what do you call that? You call that being a sheep. I mean, it's like all the governments worldwide. What do they do? They just went in lockstep. Wow, we're, we're closing our country down. Uh, mask wearing and uh, socially distancing when there was no science to back any of that up. 
Who can trust these people? I can tell you anybody that was pushing for the death jab, that was in the medical field, if you're pushing for the death jab, if you thought that mask wearing really did a damn thing, then your opinion is gonna be a grain of salt to me because we know that all this stuff has been hijacked. We know that this sorcery shit, all these demons, all these bastards that are controlled by the deep state, controlled by the globalists, controlled by all these different sectors, all these different groups, they're controlled. So it's like, why would you even trust anything that they say? Why would you trust anything that NASA says? Why would you trust anything that Big Pharma, Big Tech, why would you think that any of these people have your best interest at heart? None of them do. They want to control you. They want to take over your lives, take over your mind. They want to rape it all. Rape your body, mind, and spirit. It's what they're doing to the kids. Let's normalize pedophilia. Oh, Johnny, you want to be a girl? Well, let's just chop you, chop you up, make you a girl, and then you commit suicide a decade later. You know, they don't tell people about this stuff. It's because they love it. They make a whole bunch of money off of transgender surgeries. They want to push transhumanism. They want everybody to have this hive mentality where everybody just goes along and does whatever the government tells them to do. That's what they're pushing. We know it. We just got to be able to fight back. Got to fight back with information and be awake to what they're pushing. You need to be able to sift through all the propaganda, all the lies, and, uh, and wake people up at the same time. That's the best thing that you can do is wake people up. If you're awake, wake them up. Nap time's over because we can either have the Great Awakening or we can have the Great Reset. I would rather have the Great Awakening. <laughs> I don't want to eat bugs. I don't want to not be able to own my own property. <laughs> but, you know, all these sick bastards that are in different positions, that's what they're pushing. We know this. So like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon. So like, share, and subscribe. Leave comments down below. And uh, then I want to give a shout out to my buddies over at the Solomon Clothing Company. Everything is 100% made in America. All the cotton, all the stitching, all the leather, all the embroideries. Everything's 100% made in America. They have patches for when you go to the gun range and you know we got the fourth of july coming up you might as well have a a nice new clean hat that's 100 percent made in america so head over to their website type in the promo code awake not woke at checkout and you'll get 10 percent off on your purchase you cannot make this stuff up there is a new jersey senate confirmed first transgender cabinet official these people are crazy yeah let's just uh let's just Add another mentally ill person to the uh, government payroll. You can't make this stuff up. And then I'm going to play a clip from uh, Nancy Pelosi. It's either her age or she's probably drunk, probably. But, you know, she's stumbling, bumbling over everything that she's saying. So I'm going to play that clip. I have to leave as soon as the president finishes because I'm getting on the plane going to San Francisco. And when I land, it'll be just dark enough for me to flip the skit, the switch, thank you, 
just dark enough for me to put the switch to have the Bay Bridge lit up in gay pride color. <laughs> it has to be dark enough. Man, she is such an idiot. And I am so sick and tired of Pride Month. When month of June end. <laughs> it's like we still got another week of this stuff and I'm so over it. I hope people are waking up to what they're pushing down your throats. You can't make this clown world stuff up. It's nothing but crazy town. And then I wanted to play a clip from uh, Archbishop Vigano. And this guy is the one that the uh, Vatican tried to shut up because he was doing an investigation on their finances and was finding a whole bunch of discrepancies. We all know that basically the Catholic Church, pretty well every single uh, religious group, every single government, we know that they've all been compromised. I'm not saying that uh, if somebody is religious, like, that's great. I am. But uh, I look at stuff from a spiritual aspect a lot more. And the problem, the problem with uh, all these, all these different religions is they've all been compromised. They've all been uh, taken over by uh, these deep state globalists. They take them over because then they can brainwash the people into believing and following and doing whatever the government tells them to do because if the clergy's telling them to do that then a lot of them are going to go along with it not everybody not the awake people but anyways i'm going to play this short clip those who do not adapt to this fourth industrial revolution will find themselves ousted and will lose they will lose everything including their freedom in short, Klaus Schwab is threatening the head of government of the 20 most industrialized nations in the world to carry out the programmatic points of the Great Reset in their nation. This goes far beyond the pandemic. It is a global coup d'etat against which it is essential that people rise up and that the still healthy organ of state start an international juridical process. The threat is imminent and serious. Since the World Economic Forum is capable of carrying out its subversive project, and those who govern nations have all become either enslaved or blackmailed by this international mafia. In the light of these statements, and those are fathers no less delusional than Yuval Noah Harari Schwab's advisor. We understand how the pandemic fast served as a trial balloon for imposing controls, coercive measures, curtailing individual freedoms, and increasing unemployment and poverty. The new step will, will have to be carried out by means of economic and energetic energy crisis, which are instrumental to the establishment of a synarchic government in the hands of the global elite. I don't know. It's very interesting with him. He was trying to expose a whole bunch of fraud and corruption that was going on in the Catholic Church 
And what did they try and do? They tried to shut the guy up. They wrongfully uh, prosecuted him. He ended up being exonerated and released. But I think he ended up spending, I'd have to look, I think it was like six months to a year or something like that in prison for um, for this uh, BS that they uh, ended up arresting him for. So, I don't know. It's just very interesting. Seems like he's awake to what's going on. I just think that more people, especially in the religious portion, I think that they need to be a lot more awake and they need to be telling their people what to do. So, or at least exposing it for what it is. Now, I don't know if anybody saw, but uh, Trump ended up speaking at the uh, Faith and Freedom Coalition. And I didn't catch all of it. So there is some good stuff that he said that comes to mind. He was saying that he wants parents directly involved in principals being hired and fired directly. Um, he wants to obviously continue building the wall like he had talked about when he was president before, but we already know that. And then he talked about there was a deal with him and she when he was going to be reelected in 2020 where no more production of fentanyl was going to come over to this country, but because he lost or, you know, was cheated out of the election, it ended up just going through and uh, she just allows it. I think that a lot of these uh, politicians, I think a lot of these world leaders, I think a lot of them are scared of Trump, to be honest, because he's not, he's not like a typical politician. I mean, yeah, you know, he's braggadocious and stuff like that. And people can say whatever they want about him. I don't think I don't think that he's deep state. I mean, anybody anybody possibly could be compromised. I don't think he is. If he is, and and legitimate information comes out or whatever, I'd be fine with him hanging with the rest of them. But I don't think that that's the case. I'm not impartial to uh, Nuremberg 2.0 to whoever is guilty. But we know with everything that they've pushed before, none of it stuck with Donald Trump and no more stuff is going to stick to him. And I'm pretty sure that he's going to be president come 2024. It's like, I don't even know how Joe Biden could rerun for president when we know all the stuff that he did with Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's laptop, all this information that's out for everybody to see. I just think that uh, Trump is going to end up being the candidate of 2024. I think he's just as popular, if not more popular now. People know that these indictments are fake. They know that they're just trying to get him on something so that he can't rerun for president. We know all about this stuff. I think the deep state is scared of him. That's what I think. I think, uh, I think a lot of these uh, people that are running for office, it's like, how could you take Chris Christie serious? That dude needs to go on a diet hardcore. He eats way too many donuts or something. But, uh, I don't know. I just, it's like Pence. I think Pence is a traitor. I don't know. I just think that, uh, I think that it's got to be Donald Trump. And it should be RFK Jr. That's who should go head to head. That's who I want. I want two non-establishment candidates. That's what I want. We don't want Joe Biden being the nominee for the Democrats. 
We don't want Michael Obama, that man, that's a fake woman. It's a man. We don't want that as the candidate running for the uh, Democrat Party. There's all these people that are on both sides that we don't want. I think this is just my opinion. I want RFK Jr. and I want Donald Trump. That's who the candidates should be. None of these establishment, long-term politicians, lifer bastards, you know, the ones that are a part of the system and want it to just go the same way it's always been going since they've been in, in politics. We don't want that kind of stuff. We want fresh blood. That's what we want. We want non-lifer politicians running for president. That's what I want to see. But anyways, I thought that uh, his speech from what I caught, you know, there was a couple of new things. He's been poking around the wanting to get rid of the deep state, dismantle it, restructure the alphabet agencies. He's been talking about a lot of stuff that I like. He's no longer talking about the death jab and that it worked or any of that sort of stuff. So that's a good thing. I want him to shut up about it because it's not a good thing. Whether he knew about the COVID jab information before or if they hid it from him i don't know i don't really care i just don't want him talking about it anymore it's uh already ran its course and we're just beginning to see what is happening with the people that have been vaccinated all the died suddenly people you're talking about anywhere from teenagers to to elderly people you know people are just falling over how crazy is that Perfectly healthy people, healthy athletes, dying on the field, you know, all this sort of stuff. People are waking up to it. People realize what was pushed into the population for the last two and a half years. The COVID death jab. If you don't think that there isn't going to be a lot of people that are going to end up dying from that, you got another thing coming. We haven't even seen the tip of the iceberg on this one. I just hope that our uh, medical field is ready for it. Oh, and then something else that was really interesting when he talked last night is the fact that he brought up China and Cuba and the fact that China is making military bases there. It's like I told you last week, this stuff is true. But this is the first politician, ex-president, anybody that I've actually heard anything said about this. I haven't heard any congressmen or senators say anything. I don't even know if the news has even talked about it at all. How do I know this stuff? I just keep my ear to the ground. I, I try to stay informed all the time. I try to stay steps ahead and look at the board so that I can see what these deep state globalists are planning. And uh, I don't know. I just think that it's crazy. He brought it up. It's very, very interesting. So I really like what he's been saying. I've been liking it a lot. So anyways... Like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon. So like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Leave comments down below. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. Seven, oh, two,